When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. back now into the overnight crowd it's time to catch up with our super coach coach here on the overnight crowd Damo SC has done a brilliant job by us all season a a big reason why I had a sneaky little bit of success heading through to deep in the finals and Damo thank you so much for all of your work this season and for joining us again tonight it's been no worries. It's been uh, it's it's been nice to coach some people through. <laughs> you've done well personally. You've done very well, and I I do very much appreciate it. So in our head to head league for the overnight crowd, um, Dean's Stars was our winner in that head to head league. So congratulations once again to Dean's Stars uh, taking out the final. And in our unlimited group, it went uh, in third position. Catherine with the Killer Kitties. David Bill the Dead Goat in second. And Matt was carrying Bush. He took it out, our overnight crowd league, which I think had 143-odd people in it in our unlimited league. So a, a real good effort. Yeah, that's, that's a real good effort from, from, from those guys. Well, well, well done. So I was pretty happy with all of that. I made it through to semifinals in the head-to-head league, and I'm just trying to have a little look. And I was 85 out of our 143, so middling in the unlimited league. I, um, to be honest, I didn't have a great year because I, uh, I didn't listen to my own advice most of the times and I did moves that I probably shouldn't have done, but, uh, but I'll, I'll know for next year to, you know, listen to myself. So that's on your super coach, um, gravestone for 2022. Do as I say, not as I do. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard like that because yeah, you, you would have so much investment in it and, Giving yeah, you gave out good advice to us. That's quite funny. What do you what have you taken out of the season twenty twenty two from a super coach perspective, aside from listening to yourself? Uh, the other one would be um, just patience. Like there were some players that we got so impatient with, like Zach Butters, Stephen Cornelio, um, even Jaden Short for a little period there as well. But uh, they they eventually came good enough that, that that you probably could have held on to them in the end. But some people, including myself, decided that, that they were, that you had to get rid of them and left, and it left me a bit thin um, towards the end of the year. And what about with the, the podcast and the area and the website that you're heavily involved in with um, Jock Reynolds, which is at Jock underscore Reynolds for those on Twitter. What about your lessons through that area that you guys are looking to take through into 2023? We got some really good responses to to what we put out during the year, um, and people really liked uh, really really liked the podcast, the mailbag podcast, where they could ask questions and we could advise them yeah. basically in, in 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 real time throughout the season. And um, and and the advice that we got about halfway through the year was 
we needed to answer the questions as if as how we would do it rather than advising the coach on their team specifically, if that makes sense. So um, so we kind of changed the format midway through the year, and that's something that will continue into next year as well. Oh, brilliant. It's only going to get bigger bigger and better, definitely, as well. So just repeating, at jock underscore Reynolds is the best way to get involved. Um, so make sure you've got Twitter there, and you'll be able to follow through with that. Now, just generally footy chat, of course. We're finished now from the home and away season. We move into finals. It was a roller coaster round 23. There was blowouts and then there was thrillers. <laughs> how did you find you went through round 23? As a Fremantle supporter, how did you flow through that weekend? I was, I had, I, I had the live ladder open and, and I also had the streams of all three games open as well. And I was watching the ladder move every time someone scored and at one point, when Carlton were five goals up against Collingwood, I thought, beauty, Fremantle are top four. They'll play Geelong in the first week of the finals, but would host a semi-final if they lost. Beauty, no worries. And then Carlton just let it go. There has been much pain shared across the airwaves from our Carlton contingent and much gleeful joy from our Collingwood contingent. I mean, Collingwood have, been, have had a great year. Craig McRae has coached that team almost to perfection. He's basically willed them to win a few games just purely out of what he's taught them throughout the preseason and, and, and the year. And there's massive credit to him because because no one knew that they were going to do this this year. The, everyone projected them to be a bottom six team based on what they, what they produced the year before. Well, that's it. You come from 17th and into a top four finals berth and you just, I think that's, got to be the story of the season from climbing the ladder easily. Yeah, for sure. And and you'd think that Craig McRae would be up for coach of the year as well. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's, of course, Wednesday evening, the AFL Awards night for one of the <laughs> AFL Awards nights that we get to, to go around. Anything um, from a super coach perspective, I suppose, when the All-Australian squad got announced on Monday, the 44, did anything stand out to you that made you just, you know, slap the forehead in doubt? No, to be honest, I actually quite enjoyed the squad, and I enjoyed that they that they um, increased the numbers from forty to forty four to include a few players in. And the best thing about Supercoach is they use the champion data ranking points. So the best players in Supercoach usually closely resemble who's selected in the AS, in, in the All Australian squad. So to be honest, you get you get the likes of the Aurori Lairds and your Took Millers and your Callum Mills and your Andy Brayshaws. And you and you look in Supercoach, and they're and they're the top echelons of players in that position, in 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 terms of scoring. So I think they've nailed the squad. It's just it's just a matter of whether we agree with the final team or not. Yeah, that always causes conversation, doesn't it? So Wednesday evening should be a good one. Bray Loveridge will be on with the overnight crowd, and I'm sure that'll dominate the airways, no doubt. With the um, the finals coming coming ahead, obviously Fremantle bias all aside. Any any predictions heading into finals for the top eight? Um, I think I think there will be a team that goes out in straight sets. Or will it be Geelong? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it will be Geelong. <laughs> I feel I feel like there will be a team that goes out in straight sets, or 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 goes out when they were when when, when they were favourites. So I, I should I should say okay. Um, 
I'm I'm also feeling like it, it could possibly be a it could possibly be a Sydney Geelong grand final. Sydney Geelong, all right. Yeah. Ooh. Wouldn't mind that. I think I'd be able to switch over to supporting Sydney fairly easily for that. But uh, how deep do you think Freo will go then? Um, they've they're going to start it pretty well against Western Bulldogs at, at home, and they accounted for them pretty easily in in round twenty one. So hopefully, there's just more of that that continues. And it sounds like they'll have a they'll have a bit pretty um, healthy squad to choose from as well. Uh, all. Fingers crossed that Matt Taverner and Rory Lobb and Griffin Logue are available to have someone to kick to up forward. So we know that Alistair Clarkson has landed at North Melbourne. It'll be interesting to see across their off-season, of course, what things occur there. But what about um, Adam Kingsley going to GWS? I'd heard a lot of Adam Uze. So does he immediately potentially become a, a good chance favourite to fill the gap at Essendon? And what of Mark McVeigh in your thoughts as well? I think that Mark McVeigh or Adam Uze, the, the two guys that missed out on the Giants' position, are really good options for Essendon. I think Essendon, I, I think the, the next coach at Essendon will will need some sort of assurances that they will get time to implement a system and, and embed a system without the board getting impatient. But they want to go for an experienced coach, and how experienced that is is, is going to really depend on who says yes or no to an, to an interview and. We've seen Nathan Buckley already say no, and 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 Ross Lyon not not lo- not loving the way that the board treated Ben Ben Rutten. So you'd think that he's probably ruling himself out as well. And so it really comes comes down to how experienced of a coach do they actually want? Do they want someone who's been in the system for a long time, like Adam Kingsley's been in the system for 14 years or something as as, as an assistant, or do they want someone who's actually had senior coaching experience because Adam Uze has been in the system for a long time. Was at Hawthorne for the three-peat. Is, is he someone that fits the bill as an, as an experienced coach? And I think he's a great option for, for Essendon to have a look at. I think, they'd, I think they'd be silly not to at least allow him to um, include himself in the process. I was interested in that language that they did use, saying experience, because you're right. To, if it's experienced senior head coach, then they're limiting their pool straight away versus going down the process of the best candidate that came through our process and hopefully that's the way they do do it and I know on on Twitter um, I think I conversed with you as well and said it's it's also got to be one of those moments now and you touched on it with Ross Lyon that if if you're sitting there being interviewed you're also interviewing Essendon because we've all seen it play out in public and you you definitely got to ask some questions of them. Yeah for sure you got to make sure it's the right fit for you because because who who knows who's going to walk into that club? Who knows what the next step is, is going to be? And to be honest, I think all the talk about them potentially looking at James Hurd is actually a backward step for them. I think I think they need to remove that from from their minds and go for a new coach with with new eyes that can look at the club in it from a different angle. Well, appreciating all your thoughts there across AFL, just general footy chat. But uh, for anyone that's got a bit of a hole in their heart and their weekly time allotment and want to continue maybe some fantasy league stuff, is there a version for AFLW that we can get involved in? Yeah, so Marrera's Magic has launched an AFLW Fantasy and that website is literally aflwfantasy.com.au and you can sign up, really easy process, select your team, there's Heaps of value thanks to the expansion clubs that um, have entered the competition to make it an 18-team competition. And, and, and that's a, a 
massive amount of fun. And he's also launching a, a, a fantasy finals format as well, where you can where, where you can um, pick, pick a team for the for the finals out of the men's players as, as well. Oh, that's cool. So there's two options there, aflwfantasy.com.au, and then you should also be able to find through by looking up, and even again on Twitter, at Marrera's Magic, the, at, the, the fight fantasy finals format for the men's. So that'll be fun to get around. Yeah, for sure. I, I, think, um, I, I think bringing something like that back is a really good idea because Supercoach used to do something like that, but uh, it, got too, uh, it got too tricky by the sounds of it. Oh, I like it. No, that's cool. Thanks for giving us that update because there is a, for many of us, there's a, a procrastination hole that can be filled here by getting involved in AFLW and continuing it across the finals as well. So I appreciate that. And as always, thank you so much for being our super coach coach here on the Overnight Crowd. It's been great fun. No worries. It's been a good year. Damo SC joining us, hopefully not for the last time. I'm sure we'll continue to keep in touch here on the Overnight Crowd because it's just a, another great follower of footy and a great analyst of the game. So I'm sure we'll chat as well when it comes around to draft times and all those sorts of things. But for now, we thank Damo and we throw it back open to the text line and the open line, one 736 736 and 433 You're on the Overnight Crowd with Jen Wallace. Let's talk soon. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.